Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Great. <laughs> I was hoping this was all going to work out today. And I'm glad we got to do it today while our conversation was still fresh. For everybody that doesn't know you, this is Tatiana. If you'd like to include an introduction, go for it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Tatiana. Um, my first time doing this I've been really eager to do this so yeah I'm excited to talk (laughs) yeah so we talked I don't know how long ago how long ago it was now um maybe like six seven months ago and we like played around with the idea of starting a podcast and then I got impatient and I just went ahead and started this one (laughs) because (laughs) I was like you know what? I think I can do this. I'm going to play around. And I did it. Yeah. And then I was not consistent with it at all because I had nobody to hold me accountable. <laughs> but I've I been wanting like to have you on here. Not like just you in general, but just like I feel like if we don't have somebody kind of like breathing down our neck in a sense to do something and push us, we just will fall off. Right. I'm You're still sticking. Completely agree. You know? Maybe from this moment forward, I'll start to have more <laughs> consistent podcasts. This will see how this that kicks that you needed. Perhaps. Please don't expect anything from me for the two people that actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've had friends that have been reaching out and they're like, just waiting for your next podcast. Or I'll ask on Instagram, like, okay, guys. <laughs> who has podcast recommendations like give me things to listen to and they're like when are you recording another one (laughs) and I'm just like guys honestly at this point I get it we're good friends you can just (laughs) call me and listen to my voice just the same (laughs) at least they're being supportive like they're like you know what I'm your first fan and if I'm your only fan then that's okay I appreciate it I need those kind of people in my life yeah Yeah. exactly so (laughs) earlier today how did this conversation even start um actually it was something that you posted on your story um what was it was something random things on there I know but this one spoke to me I mean they all kind of but this one just it specifically just touched on something that I'd actually been going um, for like the past, I mean, my whole life basically, but more so the past couple of months, I feel like it's been a kind of a, a struggle, <clears throat> but, um, I think your post said something like, get everyone to like you. Yes. Like, that you was even, it. Yeah. Stop trying stop trying to get everybody to like you because you don't even like everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that just made me think about, which is what I had messaged you. I said that made me think about when my dad told me that you're not going to like everyone and not everyone is going to like you. Right. And it just reminds me of that mm -hmm. whole thing of like, you could be the juiciest, ripest peach and there's still going to be people that exist that do not like peaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And it may just be 
you know, something with them. It's not even necessarily something about you that there's something wrong with you. Like, I think you had mentioned that. It's just that some people will just always have a reason to not like you or not get along with you. I've even encountered people that will kind of just start problems just to start it because they don't, they have a problem with me because they don't like me for whatever reason, (laughs) which is really strange. It's just so strange to me that like they, I feel like they find reasons to like really play off of what they're already feeling it. This person is going to look for Maybe they're just projecting. Yeah. But I feel like if they if they try to find a, a more that way when people ask them like like this person they could be like oh well they did this to me one time and it could they could be blowing things out of proportion or really exaggerating like, it oh sorry you don't like me here's a number to a therapist you must have uh, some problems <laughs> honestly that's how I feel sometimes I'm like I feel like I just like do you want to see my therapist like you know I can yeah. <laughs> That's what it feel comes down to. But I remember that was something my dad told me when I was like maybe like eleven. I was like in middle school. You know how like rough middle school can be? Like, you know, people just not be liking you left and right just because you wear green shoelaces. You know? Like For it's real. <laughs> it's just the Pick worst. Any reason. <laughs> Not to like you. There was there was a girl that I don't know why I cared so much, but there was a girl to school with. Didn't like me, but she like got along with everybody else. And when somebody asked her why they didn't like why she didn't like me, I was too slow. Like, <laughs> I was like Like you walked slow or that you that, Nobody knows. I don't know. Slow. Like I'm I mean I don't know. I was like <laughs> slow in, in what aspect, like can you elaborate, I'm... please? Like, I feel like I'm at a pretty good pace. Do I need know? a tutor or do I need a trainer? I like, don't know. It was, yeah, very, yeah, it was very weird. But that, when my dad told me that, that kind of stuck with me because it was like going through work. And so all the people that you encounter and you realize that you really just aren't going to make everybody happy. You know, and as long as you know what you're doing and you know the kind of art and around you that, that are close to you, that you tr- those people are the ones that you want to really, you want to rely more on their opinions and views because they've come to know you more. They wouldn't be in your life if they didn't feel like you were going to be a benefit or a good influence or just good people you know so right but now while I agree with you to some extent there I'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit and say mm-hmm. that really at the end of the day whose opinion matters most of ourselves is ourself because mm-hmm. these people that are close to us have not lived every day in our shoes have not seen every circumstance that we've gone through And so they're measuring us with an unfair ruler. And at Mm -hmm. some point, something could happen that sways their opinion and they may not have all the facts of why we're responding that way. Was this like a trauma that was triggered? They may not know, but we do. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, 
while we love and respect the people surrounding us, I really feel like their opinion can't hold that much weight for us. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah, because I feel like if we put too much of an emphasis on what even, like, those within our close circle think about us, because if, like, if something were to happen and they tell the whole story, they could immediately, like, their form that opinion about us without even being able to be like, oh, well, what actually happened or, you know, the whole thing. So I feel right. like you have to just be content happy with who you know you are you like yeah yeah you know what you've been through and you know what has what it's taken to get you to this point in your life I feel like you could try to explain to people till you're blue in the face like well but this is what happened and you don't understand and this is what got it you know like all the little things mm-hmm. and form their opinion People are still at the end yeah. of the game like, yeah, well, that's fine and dandy, but I still think this about you or about the situation. And also, it may be nothing that's wrong with them because sometimes we get into the the habit of being like, there's nothing wrong with me. It's their problem. Like, they're the ones that are... <clears throat> and sometimes we just don't vibe with people. It's, mm-hmm. it's really as simple as like was this other thing that like talked about how not everybody likes Nutella in my mind there is nothing (laughs) wrong with Nutella you cannot convince me otherwise love it will probably die loving it who knows I'll have a child and name it Nutella probably not but anyways (laughs) there are people with like severe nut allergies yeah. Is there anything necessarily wrong with them? No, but they no. just can't have Nutella. They can't try it. Or there are people who don't like chocolate. And that's okay. And just because people don't get along with us all the time or they don't like us doesn't mean something's wrong with them. It doesn't mean something's wrong with us. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And I think coming that, to that... Like... Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> You're good. I feel like coming to that conclusion and accepting that and being comfortable with that takes a lot of mental energy to like get to that place. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I'm really going to try and fight everybody. Why don't mm-hmm. you like me? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to either smother you with love so mm-hmm. that you can like me, mm-hmm. or I'm going to give you a reason not to like me. <laughs> and neither of those are healthy in any way shape or form yeah <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> i've tried I, both methods it doesn't work i feel like that's one of the biggest challenges i had in my life is not feel trying to not feel the need to please people to have everybody to like me because I think it's like constant, like I just want this validation of like, you know, hey, you're a good person. Like I feel like I, I'm having to kind of break off of that, the like wanting people to just tell me and, you know, confirm that I'm a good person or confirm that I have a good heart, confirm that I have good intent, you know, like all of that thing, things that I should be confirming in, like I should lying on other people to validate that for me to tell me these things because at the end of the day like I could have 
a ton of people tell me these things, but if I'm not believing it, then it's not really going to matter how many people tell me or what, or if everybody thinks that, you know, yeah, down to that, you know, like I, I'm, I'm 25 now. And I thought that I would have been way over that, you know, back in my teenage years. Like I was like, oh, okay. You know, when I'm in my twenties, like I'll totally be over that. And I'll be like, so self-assured and so confident. And you know, Girl, I, I thought I was going to have it all together by 21. <laughs> like, we literally all just like, I don't know, had these, you know, fantasies of what we thought our life was going to be like, um, or who we thought we were going to be. And even now at this point, um, it's a roller coaster. It's definitely a roller coaster. Like, I feel like everything that I've gone through as I got older up to now has taught me whether it be, you know, with my family, with my friends, with my relationships, like, you know, when it, even, especially when it comes, like we have those friends who we thought would like be with us to the very end. And they were even with us in really like traumatic, uh, you know, experiences or situations in our life. I'm like, oh, this person went through this with me for like ever. Right. Yeah. But then sometimes you go through situation that person where you're like, maybe this isn't the friend that I need. Not saying that this friend is not going to, you know, we're not going to, but I just feel like this is where this person is at. I'm at. And I just don't think that we're on the same page right now. You know? So speaking of friends being on different pages, have you ever had the experience? I feel like at this point in our life, this happens often to mm-hmm. us in mm-hmm. our mid twenties. Is when you can like see it that you and your friend are going down two different paths. And I don't mean like you're going down the straight and narrow, and then <laughs> they're on the broad, and spacious, and they're just like living their life differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. Mm-hmm you're single your friends are getting married like you have these goals and your friends goals are completely different and just kind of that like break in a friendship where it's like these people no longer have I don't want to say the same values as you anymore but what's important to them has changed and so the dynamics of your friendship change Mm -hmm. and again nothing wrong with any of that but like do you also have these stages of friendships as well? Or is that just me thing? <laughs> um, to be honest, I feel like it, it depends. So in so far, it's been more of a like reevaluation of like, this is what my goals are. And this is what, I, you know, headed towards. And this is what I need to do to get there. Versus what they're doing and what they're seeing as a priority. That's not in that direction. And it's not to say that like, oh, well, I need, I need my friend to like, you know, same thing. But I'm saying like, in a more of like, what are you just going out? Are you partying a lot? Or are you actually taking the time to meditate, to study, to you know, have more time to yourself and do more 
productive thing rather than kind of just going out all the time and drinking or doing stuff. Um, That's what I personally experienced as far as like, and not saying that they're bad for doing that, you know, it's not that they're bad for going out and drinking or whatever, like that's okay. But um, it's more of like if you're doing it to the point where like that's all your consist of I just I'm not there <laughs> you know no. um but as far as like I that's actually really interesting I, I don't know if I'll ever come across them to have somebody who basically is like or they want to get married or they want to do this like is that what you're talking about like get- I think it's kind of okay so I've had a few friends I'm just kind of gonna group some of them together Mm-hmm. I almost already expect that I'm going to get some phone calls after I say this. Not immediately, but as soon as they listen to this podcast, they're going to be like, you were talking about me, weren't you? Um, <laughs> we're like, we're good friends. We're vibing. We're doing our thing. And then they get in a relationship. And now, like, that's their priority. Obviously, I'm not going to be your priority when you're in a relationship. But now we're not as close as we used to be. Or they have a baby. And Mm -hmm. again, I'm not trying to take that priority. Girl, give all your attention to your child. They need it. Um, But like now we're at such different points in our life. Like I'm single, living my best life. This is what Mm -hmm. I want to do. Yeah. That's that's their version of like happiness and where they want to be. And even if I think, I think even if I wanted to get married, have children, that's not necessarily something like that's not where I'm at in my life. So our, like the dynamics of our friendship has changed. What we talk about is going to change and when we can hang out changes, all of those things. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do have some friends that are married. Um, I can't. I don't. I can't really say I have a whole lot of friends that like are really dating. Um, but I do feel like once they get married, it does change things. Or once if they already are married, and I met them when they when they were already, married, I just feel like it's just. I almost feel a little bit left out sometimes. Like, oh, I probably would have more to talk about if I was married. Like, or I'd be able to, like, invite the husband more and, like, we could have, like, I feel like, like oh, I, am I leaving? Or, or, you know. Does your husband like, want to come on our girls' night tonight? I don't, honestly, what do we do with him? Is, does like, he have food? Is he okay? <laughs> that, that's, like, honestly, I mean, we think of, like, many times I've gone out with, like, like where we, you know, have, like, a girls' night. Like, the times I've gone to brunch or dinner, just, like, you know, casual kind of, you know, chill things. Um, I do remember, like, oh, like, is your husband okay? Or, you know, certain time? Or are we still good on time? Like, I'm worried about them, like, not wanting to rock the boat with the husband, you know? Like, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't want, like, you know, any sort you know, any difficulty. Like, I just, it does kind of, like, it is in the back of my head. Because I'm like, well, it's different now. Like, like if you were single, I could be like, 
I don't the topics of the conversations right now I'm more like, yeah I, I kind of get where, where you're going from right I feel like we're just at such a weird spot in our lives where mm-hmm. everybody else's lives are changing yeah it it is I I me like I don't know if I've really come into the concept and the that the fact that like we are at a point where our friends like they we're all at an age where we we can get married we can have children and it's not like I, I'm I'm still struggling nobody's like, gonna look at us and be like <gasps> this child is having a child or like you know she's a little girl in a wedding I mean, dress like no I definitely have friends that I still think that of and they are yeah. worried <laughs> I, I feel like like somebody like okay like probably like the my older friends you know my mom's friends they be like oh well you're still just a baby in her eyes you know so like you're yeah. always just gonna look like a little girl in a wedding dress you know mm-hmm. um but to me like I think I just never outgrew that idea of like oh well like we're still so young and we we should take our time and oh she's having yeah. a baby already but I'm like well dude she's like she's 26 she can have a baby and it's like yeah <laughs> like she's not 18 like I mean you I know had, and yeah I had my childhood best friend get married and I was like dude it's so crazy like you're married now and then she had a baby and I was like dude it's crazy like you have a baby and she was like yeah Crystal I'm an adult now and I'm like <laughs> No, we're not. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. We've been adults for a while. <laughs> it just feels okay. weird thinking about it. It just, like, yeah. I, I know I get it. I do, like, adult things. But when I hear of, like... I'm an I adult, so... but not an adulty adult. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, I... I feel like when I hear that, that somebody has a baby, I still am like, oh my gosh, what are you like, uh, how, like, what? Like, is your mom mad? She, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, like, still kind of like throws me. I'm like, man, like right now, like thinking about like if I were to have a baby, like I know, like, yeah, like I could get married and go have a baby, but like, I, I can't see myself having a baby right now like it almost seems like oh no I'm too little like feel like oh no I'm too little to have a baby but I'm like I'm not yeah I asked like, my mom when I was younger I was like mom at what point did you feel like an adult like you had it all together because for so long I felt like I was faking it I think I asked her this maybe in my early 20s mm-hmm. and she was like at 30 and I was like you already had me and my brother by that age and you were you didn't feel like you had it together by then and she was like nope and I was just like who who let you have kids (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it's just such a wild concept that there are people who maybe some of these people having kids feel like their life is all together Mm -hmm. but I guess that brings me to a topic which I forgot to ask you at the beginning because I just got so excited to jump into this 
completely. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your definition of adulting? And how do you adult? Adulting. Oh. Um, my definition of adulting, honestly, like I feel like you have to have so much and prioritize the um, because it's so easy just to like get into just like a lull of things like you just feel like oh well I'm an adult now so like I can do whatever I want I can like stay up all night and watch Netflix and like tell me anything and it's like yeah but you have to wake up at 5 (laughs) a.m yeah it's like yeah it's like but then you have to wake up for work the next morning and you have a full eight hour shift and like you're not gonna get anything done like you I feel like adulting is like having to really really like be your own parent now yeah describe it because your mom is not there saying like you need to go to bed now or that's enough or you know even you need to eat now you have to tell yourself when to eat and what you're gonna eat like it's yeah it's really just telling yourself what you're gonna do what you need to do and in what (laughs) and for me I feel like that's really hard because like I um, and if I'm like doing something I'm like okay I need to do this I'm gonna sit down I'm gonna you know you know da 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 have to do and then like my phone goes off or I start thinking about like a song from the 2000s that I really want to watch that (laughs) music video (laughs) then I'm gonna go and like stop whatever I'm doing and go into YouTube and watch that video and then go back priorities man (laughs) if you go back to what you're doing because if you're like me I go down a rabbit hole of YouTube it's like I I and then I'll go because I literally won't. I go into knowing that I'm not coming out. Like, I know it's just going to be like, oh, I'm going to think of this and I'm going to that. And then I'm going to think about like, oh, I've really been wanting like a new pair of boots. Like, let me look at that website. And then I like, it just never ending getting stuck to my phone or yeah, like it's hard. I didn't think that you know, I don't know. I didn't think it was good. really, you're really parenting yourself at this point. Yeah. Understood that that's what it's like. It's like, you, See, you could have a baby. Life. I mean, no, <laughs> <laughs> not really. I feel like, it, ugh. I honestly like, like pregnancy and, and motherhood. I've had I know you can't see like... me, but I basically just dry heaved at the <laughs> thought of being pregnant. Oh my goodness. I'm yeah. That is not a possibility right now that I'm pregnant. But mm. oh my goodness, the thought of being pregnant and childbirth just bleh. I no, just can't. You. Like I've had I've had, you know, actual dreams where I like, you know, had a baby or I, I'm pregnant or something and it literally I'm sobbing like I am crying in my dream because I'm like how could this happen <laughs> you know like I just the thought of it scares me so much because 
I think my mind is thinking about like all of the health complications um because I have a lot of health issues and so I'm just like that's gonna impact not just me but my baby and then I think it just about like raising the world and just you know all that's of terrifying this. to me it's just terrifying yeah it's just really to think about you know because I, I always think of like worst case scenario I'm like okay like what if I have a baby but then like what if I die in late you know like I think of all these things that could go wrong and I'm like no yeah I'll wait it's okay <laughs> nope can't do it mm-hmm. um okay back to the adulting combo for a second and then I will let you go I know I'm taking your yes. time um but is there any one particular thing that like consistently makes you feel like you're at your prime adult like you always just feel like you've got it together for me a couple things are like having a full gas tank I feel like a good adult Mm -hmm. having my nails painted I just feel put together I feel like my life is together it really may be falling apart all around me but for that moment I just feel like a great adult (laughs) what gives Um, you that feeling for me, I would say nails. Honestly, when I get my nails done, I feel like, yeah, this is it. Like, this is what I said I was going to do as an adult to, like, you know, upkeep and take care of myself. And I'm doing that and I'm living up to it. And then um, I think filing my taxes. Like, once I complete that, I feel like, man, I've won. Like, I didn't, <laughs> and I did it. <laughs> like, and I feel like those are probably, I'm sure there's more. Like, I'm sure, like, later down the line, I'll probably text you later and be like, you oh my gosh. You can text me all the time and just be like, I just did this, and I felt like an adult today. Yeah. I did this, prime adulting. Exactly. Like, there's, I feel like there's so many things that can come up and, okay, I've officially like adulted like that was it I can there's like countless times I've even like walked over to my mom and I was like hey I just did this oh I went grocery turkey (laughs) that was when I felt like an adult (laughs) that's fantastic (laughs) I am not was this recent this was recent I have have you cooked it yet? Or is it nope. just sitting in your fridge it's rotting? Sitting there. <laughs> it's there. But I just it and I know it's there. Good job. For when I need if, it. If you need if you need ideas on how to cook it, uh, we can FaceTime later. I give you like a whole culinary tutoring session. Okay. We can get that Good figured out. I I will take you up on the offer because Everyone knows it help, and I'm. Oh my word! <laughs> I have. Uh, I was talking to a friend yesterday, and they just moved into their house, mm-hmm. and basically had me put together a whole grocery list of what the staples in their fridge and pantry needed to be. Which, let me tell you, got me all oh. sorts of excited. Love that kind of stuff. But I was telling oh. them that I had this idea. Who knows, maybe years down the road, I'll actually get to it. But Mm -hmm. I used to teach culinary. 
Mm -hmm. And I loved it. But instead of having like a classroom setting, what I would really love to do is do like culinary tutoring where it was a one-on-one thing. We worked with the ingredients in your kitchen, the tools in your kitchen, because I think that people take culinary classes and it's great and fine and dandy and all, but why am I teaching you how to use a mandolin when you don't have one at your house? And what I really need to teach you is how to use the knives that you have instead to make these same cuts. And so like, why are people spending money on a class and then they need tools and they're never going to put any of these things into practice because these tools aren't in their home and Mm -hmm. these ingredients are never in their home. And I just would really love to help people figure their way out in their kitchen. Yeah. Um, Honestly, but if, if you, you want do me to that, just play around with you with that and you can be my trial run. Uh yeah. That would bring me so much students. happiness and fulfillment. <laughs> Honestly, if you could do that for me and also make me a grocery, um, that would be great. Got because it. Because I'm yep. struggling. <laughs> I love, 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 love that step. or if you ever find like a fun random ingredient you're like I want to use this but don't know what to do with it you know what I really love coming up with recipes and ideas what I teach me to make because I haven't had this since I was probably like in the second that coconut like sticky rice you know what I'm talking about like it's kind of sweet like coconut and so if you could teach me how to make that, I think I will feel accomplished. Not that since the second grade. Got it. And then, okay. We will talk about that. Okay. Off the podcast. <laughs> but we will figure it out. Yes, we will. Um, thank you so much for being on here with me. Thank you I for having me. I think that's enough adulting me. for today. Yep. And I will text you as soon as I'm finished with this. Okay. And we will get on that grocery list. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. bye.